I'm Amanda. And I'm Mike. And this, this is Saturday, Saturday Morning, Morning Cereal. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Cereal. I'm Amanda, here with Mike, and we're going to keep going with the spooky season. <laughs> and So, Mike doesn't watch things like this, but I do because I'm a true crime buff. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer is all the rage right now in the world, and I I don't, ugh, gross. You know, and this is, like, kind of where I have a problem with shows like this is because it glamorizes what he did, but this show, Dahmer, it's on Netflix, and everybody is talking about it, and of course I had to watch it, and... I was pleasantly surprised overall, and I put this on Twitter, that it didn't concentrate too much on Dahmer. I mean, it kind of gave some backstory on him and just how he came to be, I guess, with these murders and a look into his mind and his past, like his mother consuming drugs, alcohol, and being raised by his neglectful dad. But it also shed some light on the victims because, let's be real here, victims, they're just like another number, another statistic, especially with this case. And we got to see a glimpse into some of the victims' personal lives and also the inequality surrounding just justice for these victims because this happened around Madison, Wisconsin, I think. It was in Wisconsin somewhere. (laughs) But... A very red Republican state, right? So they overlooked a lot of the complaints and just overall concerns that residents had, especially in this lower income community. And it really especially resonated for today's world also, like just race inequality and LGBTQ plus inequality and how we overlook these things. We don't take their concerns seriously and yeah overall it was a decent message and it didn't really glamorize the killings i mean i i thought going into this that it was going to be really gory because he's a cannibal and it's disgusting what he did and it's heart-wrenching to see like how these victims suffered and yeah, thank God it didn't go into that. I was a little nervous. I mean, episode six was really gross. <laughs> Our neighbors were probably like, oh, what's wrong with her? Because I'm like, oh, God, at the end. But yeah, overall, you know, it, it bothered me. I was telling Mike when he got home from work, I was, you know, sleeping with TV on, <laughs> Pokemon playing in the background because it bothered me for some reason. And I think something like this, it just kind of hits home especially we're in the Chicagoland area, so it's kind of a big deal over here. And at first I didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer was, and I remember looking him up at work, and I just couldn't believe. It's like astounding anything I've ever heard before of what he has done to people. So anyway, yeah, Dahmer, it's great, especially it's got some high praise going on, but one thing I don't really appreciate and I've heard, like, is just how the person himself, Jeffrey Dahmer, is just, again, getting, like, spotlight, and people are even, like, fan clubbing him and stuff. I'm like, no, we're not gonna do that, guys. Come on. (laughs) But Evan Peters plays Jeffrey Dahmer, and he nailed the part. Mike, you met him, right? 
I met him at Comic Con in like 2014, a long time ago. Yeah, he plays. When he was playing uh, Quicksilver, and he was in American Horror Story at the time. I don't know if he still is, but yeah, he had a, a huge fan group of girls there who were excited to meet him from American Horror Story, and I was like, "Oh, he's Quicksilver. He's my favorite X Men." Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fangirls for him as Dahmer right now, too. So, I mean, you have his fans, and it's a character he plays. So, I mean, I I see a little bit, but I just think it's weird glamorizing this insane person. Like, I don't know. And then Molly Ringwald is in it. She plays Sherry Dahmer. I had no idea that was Molly Ringwald. <laughs> she looks so different. <laughs> but uh, overall, the cast, we had Richard Jenkins as Lionel Dahmer. And if you don't know him, he plays the dad in Step Brothers. And I saw the funniest meme. It was like, this guy should not be raising children <laughs> because of his 40-year-old son in Step Brothers and now Dahmer. <laughs> it was just a joke. But overall, if you guys have watched Netflix's Dahmer, please let me know what you thought. I know a couple of people have come to me saying like oh my god it was so gross some people had to stop watching it you know some people are just avoiding it altogether and I don't blame them <laughs> but anyway last night we watched werewolf by night marvel's new movie and it was a special presentation yeah so mike you want to take it away on what you thought um so werewolf by night was directed by a musical composer that we've all heard music from uh i'm going to butcher this name but Michael Giacchano. Gacchano. Um, you've heard his music from The Incredibles, from the new Batman movie of Lyra Pattinson, the Spider-Man trilogy over at the MCU with Tom Holland. Toy like, Story of Terror. Toy Story of Terror. <laughs> like, he is, he's clearly becoming, like, the headrunner of yeah. top composers this year. Well, just in, just this decade. So, it was really exciting to see uh, a composer who understands music step into the director's chair and how he orchestrated how sound and music and action were all orchestrated at the same time was really fascinating. So looking at our cast, really not too many people worth mentioning, but the two main players are Laura Donnelly, who plays Elsa Bloodstone, and Gail Garcia Bernal, who plays Jack Russell, who they're kind of like our main characters. So yeah, uh, this is a 55-minute special. It's uh, it's presented in black and white, and it's it's got all the great things that old horror movies with monsters in them used to have. You know, the 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 high-pitched piano and the lightning effects and the spotty film uh, matte look. It's it's I really liked it, Amanda. What what did you think generally? Well, at first I was like, why are you going to give uh, this character's name as Elsa? Because <laughs> Elsa is just such a big Disney staple. So that was kind of risky. <laughs> but overall, I it was I thought it was weird. I, I have to disagree with Mike on this. I thought, I don't know. When you watch these classic like Frankenstein horror films, like... It, the, the, they're just so classic, and they just nail down that whole aesthetic. I don't know. Marvel was trying to get there, but they added in some, like, true-touch Marvel humor into it, and just... I don't know. I, I just thought it was just weird. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was weird. I didn't think the humor was overly out of touch. I thought it was there 
in little bits and and it wasn't like the main focus like it like it would have been like thor or like ragnarok or the guardian movies but it was it was there i guess i was just wanting it to be a little more scary <laughs> i mean let's be real here doctor strange multiverse of madness was scary compared to this i'm like come on you guys can show us more i wanted him to just go full out like werewolf and start ripping pe- i mean they, he did granted right but I don't know. I just wanted more. I thought there was going to be more than one werewolf. Werewolf by night, not werewolves by night. That's true. I know. And, okay, so you wanted more gore and violence in this movie, but you you didn't want as much in Dahmer? What kind of... Well, see, I, I don't know. I guess it was just... Dahmer is based on real events, right? And... You don't believe in werewolves? Well... I believe in the chupacabra. But, no. The thing is, Dahmer is based off real events. These events happened in real life. And just kind of glamorizing that whole aspect of that. Just, like, I get it. You know, I'm a true crime buff. And I don't know why. But but when it comes to something like this, Jeffrey Dahmer's actions were horrible. Eating people? Come on. Right? But that's real. This is fantasy. You know, it's just distinguishing between what's real and what's not real. And, like, monster movies, they're fun. They're fun to sit down and watch. And something like Dahmer, just knowing in the back of your head this happened in real life, is very disturbing. Get my point there? <laughs> well, there was actually a lot of cool gore effects in this little uh, presentation here. Like, did you notice that when people were being mauled by the werewolf and they were, like, being flung around, that there was, like, blood spewing out of them as they were flying through the air? Did you notice that? That was a really nice touch. Yeah, I did. And I um, appreciated, too, how he was, like, friends with the monster at the beginning. Like, we knew, we called it that he was a werewolf from the get-go, but... He was friends with this monster, so it was like he was trying to protect his buddy. And I did kind of like that. That was cute. But again, like, what, the Snuffleupagus monster? I didn't really like him too much. I didn't like his design, I guess. I liked his design. It was very, uh, what was that? Uh, Lovecraftian, like a Lovecraft monster. It's in the credits listed as Man-Thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a comic book character or that's just something that they threw together. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you, Mike. It says in the credits, based off the Marvel comic. So is this a comic? I I don't know. I'm really not in the horror comics or monster comics like this. Like superheroes, comics. That's that's about my... my, my, uh, where I dip my toes in. This this was something new and fresh for me. Mm -hmm. So if you guys know, please let us know. I know we have friends that are comic book buffs that go to the comic book store every freaking weekend. <laughs> so yeah, let us you, know. You can go to the comic book store and you can get comic books like like this uh, uh, special based off. They have werewolf comic books. They have vampire yeah. comic books. There's a comic book for everyone. So please go support your local comic book store and go pick something up. Amen. Comic uh, book stores are fun. I love oh, going. Yeah. So what did you think about Elsa? Elsa was clearly the my favorite character this in this special and she was kind of like this jessica jones like traumatized leather wearing jacket jacket leather wearing like hardened soul like what'd you what'd you think of the the cast of characters they were all pretty interesting yeah i did enjoy verusa i mean i i did enjoy elsa and honestly i thought it was kristen ritter i was like 
Is that Kristen Ritter? And I looked it up. No, it's not. But she, yes, you're right. She had a very Jessica Jones vibe. She even looked like her a little bit. Her and Kristen Ritter. They had similar features and similar um, actions as well. So, you know, I did enjoy her. I love a nice badass in a horror movie, you know. But uh, I really liked Verusa. And I I get major Aunt Lydia vibes. I kept saying that throughout the whole film. I'm like, wow, that's like so Aunt Lydia from Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> How she was just so batshit crazy. Like, go out there and hunt. Do what you're you know born to do. And just like, she really believed in what she was saying. So, but, and it's always funny when they get hurt. <laughs> when those people get hurt because they're so shocked when they get hurt. They're like, oh my God, you're killing me. <laughs> and it deserves this. It's like, no, you're you're crazy. You do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought I thought this was a, a fun time that we had on like a, a cold October night. It was it was fun. Yeah, and I appreciate how Marvel tried to give us something for Halloween specifically. Yeah, I mean to if, add a spooky if we get holiday specials, I'm not complaining. I mean, we've got this, we've got Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy Halloween special coming up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, like yeah, bring on the holiday specials. I, I'll watch them. Yeah, and I'm and, and again, I didn't hate this movie. There were parts I did enjoy, but I don't know. As far as like a monster movie, it wasn't. I I wouldn't consider this as a monster movie. All they right. tried. All right, all right, I got a holiday special pitch for you. Okay. 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 Bucky Maybe. Barnes. Bucky Barnes isn't alone on Christmas, right? He's got no one to turn to, right? Oh. So he goes around, he just starts calling all the other superheroes. He's like, hey man, are you doing anything today? Can can I come visit you? And like, no, 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 no. So then, so then he's walking around, and he just can't find anyone to hang out with in New York City. So right, by the time he gets back, the Falcon has broken into his house, set up Christmas decorations, and planted a giant Christmas tree, and brought his entire family there to celebrate Christmas with Bucky. Okay, I would love that. Marvel, get on that. Well, and, and Bucky is just, he's so alone. And, you know, I love a good angsty, you know, brooding male and, <laughs> and movies and, and books. I'm reading The Court of Thorns and Roses, and I love Resan. I'm in, I'm on the second book. Um, and, again, dark brooding. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, I welcome holiday specials, and I'm going to have you sit down and watch Halloween Town here this weekend again i've already seen it we're gonna watch it again yeah sure it's a yearly thing i do and we still have to watch hocus pocus too now i'm not a big hocus pocus fan i know people are gonna come at me for that i don't know i just never clicked with it as much as i do with the halloween town movies and i'm i mean i enjoy the movie but you know i'm not like obsessed with it like i mean the fandom for hocus pocus is big so this is their moment like i'm happy for them that they got their second movie so yeah, it sounds like from my heart they're going to set up more movies within that uh, franchise, so I'm happy for those people. Yeah. It really would, never was my cup of tea. I think it was, it came on when it was a little bit too scary for me to watch, yeah. and we didn't have cable, so I couldn't watch like Halloween Town or any of those more Disney-fied movies. What I had was Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared <laughs> Stupid was my childhood Halloween movie, and it was just it for kids. Yeah, and Goosebumps. Goosebumps, yes. Go to the video store and rent those Goosebump movies. Now, that actually, the the Werewolf by Night movie did give me Goosebump vibes. So, you know, to, I, I don't know. It was just kind of, like I said, it just, it, it didn't go all the way for me with a monster movie. 
They tried though. I mean, it was decent. I thought it was I thought it was a great execution of uh because they're not going to do a monster monster movie. Yeah. Like like the ones where we had like what was the most recent monster movie we saw where there was just such a monster running around like tearing people to shreds? Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> and Barbarian <laughs> Barbarian was a little bit too much for you when it came to the gore as well. Yeah. So Well, and then check out that's what we reviewed last episode, so make sure you check that out. You'll know what we're talking about. So Amanda, do you wish to see these characters again? Do you wish to see another special in this style? Like where what do you want to see more with this? little pocket of the mcu absolutely i want to see the two characters fall in love and explore a relationship i love a good angsty monster romance (laughs) yeah i mean if we could get something maybe like he bites her or something and she turns into a werewolf i don't know just something cheesy but fun like that what if elsa was caught in a love love triangle between a werewolf and a vampire and then, and then she married the vampire, but then the werewolf is like, I, I'm going to marry your daughter. I'm going to just marry your daughter one day. And she was like, ew, gross. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Y'all when, when love that, that movie. Just, I think that would, be, that would sell a lot of books or a lot of movies. Oh, I don't know. It's, I think that's been done already, though. Oh, bummer. Yeah, copyrighted material. So, yeah, hopefully we see these characters again, maybe in Blade, maybe Oh, yeah. Blade the, Blade the Vampire Hunter. Um, I don't know. Moon Knight, I think, would be a lot of fun to have around because yeah. Stephen Grant strikes me as a person who would really enjoy a monster movie. Yeah. Blade, though, you're right. Um, I can't really think of anything else within the horror element of of Marvel that he, he would kind of click into. Doctor Strange, maybe not as much. Even though that was pretty much a horror film. <laughs> It was a different type of horror film, so yeah. I don't know if they would cross streams. Yeah, I guess we'll see. The we'll Marvel see. Universe seems like it is getting pretty dark, and especially now that they kind of lifted the um, ratings for Disney+. Plus. We got, like, rated R stuff on there. We got, like, Defenders, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, like, the more risque Deadpool. shows. Deadpool. Um, I feel like Marvel is exploring a new territory when it comes to their gore, like, the sexual content in their shows. Um, I mean, She-Hulk, if you watch this past episode, if you know, you know. So, which, by the way, we have a nice big She-Hulk review episode coming next week. She-Hulk was amazing this past week. <laughs> so, speaking in regards to She-Hulk and regards to, to Monster, I mean, Werewolf by Night, like, it's great because the Marvel Universe is so big now. And I feel like, as a fan, like, as a general fan, you don't have to consume everything. You don't have to watch everything that they turn out like the mcu is now making specialized projects for smaller groups of fans you've got miss marvel mm-hmm. you've got werewolf by night you've got something like um she hulk so these these smaller properties uh are going to have smaller fan bases and i think they're as i was talking about comics for everyone i think there's going to be a mcu project for everyone hopefully one day yeah. so I mean, my brother the other day was saying how he doesn't really want to watch She-Hulk. He's like, the whole twerking thing just kind of turned him off on that. And he's like, yeah, I think it more pertains to, like, your audience, like, as in me. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. It doesn't have to be everyone. I thought it was hilarious. Me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love She-Hulk. So <laughs> I'm, loving the, I'm loving the jokes. I think I just love the whole, her lifestyle and 
all that fun stuff and her paralegal and all that. So. Well, we'll be talking. We'll be discussing this more next week. Yep. So make sure you tune in for that. So on that note, we're going to end there for this week. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will talk to you next time.